0: Create an Unstoppable Life, episode 126. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Welcome back. I am so glad you're here because there are a lot of things and people and activities and stuff that is competing for your attention right now. Take a deep breath with me. It's going fast and there's pressure to fit it all in and do more and do more and do more and be more, but hooray for you for taking this time to redirect your attention, calm your mind, breathe, smile. And I say this with a big smile right now, I'm heading to work in the hospital for the next three days, and I'm working to fit in many things today. Before we get into the episode, let's start with a few joyous announcements. Number one, we are two weeks away from the marathon. It remains exciting. This is the newest, which makes it seem like it's the hardest mental and physical challenge. I have to remember, I've done plenty of challenging things. This is simply the newest. Number two, the Authenticity, Courage, and Empowerment Conference for Women Physicians. Sign up this holiday season and you will receive a beautiful package in the mail sent to your home with some items that are completely in alignment with the conference title. A joyous gift, you can open it at any time and it'll be hand-packed and sent with an abundance of love. Do you want to know what's in it? Then you need to register for the conference authenticpositions.com. All women who register by December 31st will receive one and your spouse, your significant other, your administrative assistant, your best friend, your department chair. They can all register for you. They simply need to enter your name and your mailing address. And Don and I look forward to thinking about you both as we wrap your gift by mail. And as we continue planning for the true gift, which is the conference. Finally, for physician entrepreneurs, get more clear, get more focused, really unleash the beauty of your business in your marketing to launch or grow your business. There's two ways to work with me. Both will help you achieve extraordinary results. There's the tiny group coaching program and private coaching, and you can sign up for a call. We can talk about both, georgemdcoaching.com. On with our show. So this episode airs the day after Thanksgiving in the U.S. You survived, smile. And from now until the end of the year, we are all going to be surrounded by holiday busyness, which makes it the perfect time to talk about this concept, nurturing yourself through the holidays. It's not intuitive. Most people aren't doing it because the holidays are so focused on others, on giving our time, our energy, our money. And the holidays, boy, do they bring out a lot of emotion. I remember in high school taking a manager cookies that I made, wishing him a Merry Christmas. This was like 1988. And he just looked at me. He grumbled a thank you, walked away. I had no understanding of what was happening. And then sometime in the next week or two, he shared that the holidays were really painful for him. And he just didn't know what to say. And he liked the cookies. So the emotion comes out in expected ways and unexpected ways for all of us. You know those times when you just start tearing up and you don't know why? Or those times when you feel this sense of out of control, like my emotions, I don't know where they're going or why this is happening? Emotion comes out in all of us. The emotion of the past and events that happened or didn't happen. Of the present, of who we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to be, where we're supposed to be in our lives. Emotion about the money we have or don't have. Emotion about how we don't have it all together. In the past year, I did not master the Pinterest Santa cupcake with homemade gifts for everyone. (laughs) Did you? The holidays are a reminder of how time slips away and what I didn't become, maybe what you didn't become. The emotion about how we look. We are almost two years into the pandemic and a disrupted routine. And the emotion about how we feel. Re-entering social settings. Re-entering facing others in real life. Re-engaging with people that we may not have missed. And re-engaging with others that we've missed terribly. And maybe the emotion of wondering, are we still connected? Are we still important? And then there's the expectations. Boy, do those bring out emotions, the ones we have of ourselves, the ones that others have of us, either because they've told us or we make up what they expect of us. We make it up in our mind. So as I'm recording this, I'm thinking about the expectations that I have and others have about Thanksgiving and knowing what my next three days are going to be like. So I've planned a meal with very little stress, items that I want to make and I know how to make, and I'm letting that be enough. The expectations I have of myself, and I've had to create these intentionally because if I didn't, then I would default to do everything, fit it all in. So here are the intentional ones. Choose everything with a joyful heart and choose to do or not do. Choose to invest time and energy or not. Do not have shoulds. There's no pretending. And others are welcome to come and go. They're welcome to contribute or not. They're welcome to be them. So all of us will have emotion that comes out from now through New Year's Day. And all of us will be surrounded by humans that have emotion that comes out from now through New Year's Day. Actually, it doesn't magically stop on January 2nd. It's year round. It's simply more concentrated during the holidays. All right. After all that, it may be hard to even think about nurturing yourself, much less know how or try to do it. So let's start with the definition. First, nurturing, what does it mean? Dictionary.com says providing food protection, comfort, or support. Food protection, comfort, or support. I like all of those. Let's simplify it. And let's say nurturing is creating an environment to grow and to prosper, which sounds pretty cool, right? That's a cool way to start 2022. Now let's get to the why. Why create a holiday season that nurtures you? Simple. So you can experience focus and clarity for all you do. Consistent energy, no crashing, no constantly feeling behind, and no trying to make up or catch up for what you don't have. You can experience calm, peace, ease, sit and wonder, experience simplicity, no hurrying, no rushing. You can even savor enoughness. You have enough, you share enough, you are enough, it is enough. None of this is limited to the holidays and learning this and living this now during the holidays means that you are set up for a different experience in 2022 when you consistently practice nurturing yourself and your daily life contains focus, clarity, energy, calm, peace, ease, wonder, enoughness, crazy, amazing life, right? To live in a space of having enough and being enough. And anything more, everything more is simply out of desire and purpose rather than trying to make up for not being enough. Totally crazy. It can be achievable and sustainable and it can be your life. Like pinch yourself, you're not dreaming. And it's not too good to be true. When you believe the why, when the why is part of your overall mission in life, What you create for yourself extends to others. You become a role model and you inspire and you share and you open more fulfilling conversations and you show others how simple life can be. You help others get out of the rat race of chasing, chasing success, chasing money, chasing people's attention, chasing pleasure. Boy, that's a disruptive one, right? Chasing pleasure. Got your why? Then let's move on to the how, how to create a nurturing holiday season. Here's the recipe ingredient one, no fighting, no fighting with yourself, no internal debate or struggle in your mind. Decide that no matter what, there are no arguments, attacks, no guilt provoked battles, no fighting the past again. None of that is authorized in your head. There is no space. No fighting about anything or with anyone. And no fighting with yourself and the choices that you've either made or you're making. No fighting. I was talking about this concept with a client, specifically about being on call and working all night. And that fight sounds like, why am I doing this job? Why is the ER calling me? What if I don't get any sleep? How am I going to function? Oh, I'm going to feel terrible. And all those questions open the door to lots of emotion and lots of other questions. So that one experiences anger and resentment and frustration and overwhelm and fatigue. And that's just to name a few. The fight, the internal struggle. It highlights misalignment of what you want and a should what you should do, should be, should want, of what you have and what you want. So let's say you have $20 for a gift and you want to give a $200 gift. Ooh, that's a setup for a fight. Of what you expected and how it turned out. Or of where you want to spend time and what you're signed up for or obligated to do. And how about this one? what someone said and how it's affecting you or how you responded and how you should have responded. All the fight, all the misalignment. Finally, (laughs) and I say this because it's the holidays, what a family member did, said, didn't do, didn't say, and what they should have done. (laughs) It's all fighting, no matter what it's from, no matter how fresh or old No matter how right or wrong you were, no matter how right or wrong the situation was or the other person was, it's fighting. It's internal disruption. It's the opposite of nurturing. Nurturing yourself looks like this. Setting down the fight, not engaging, not indulging. And yes, I said it, not indulging. Nurturing looks like letting the past be in the past letting what was said or unsaid remain in the past and being here in this moment. Nurturing looks like kindness and tenderness for who you were and who you are now. Nurturing looks like choosing your experience rather than defaulting to whatever emotion you have in the moment or whatever emotion somebody else has. I choose to. I choose not to. Others will always have an opinion. There's no shortage of opinions among humans. Others will always want to speak into your life and tell you who to be and where to be and how to be. Note, they're telling you what helps them be more comfortable or what they think others want or need from you so that they're comfortable. There are some wise people sprinkled among us who offer ways to help ourselves or get out of our own way consider listening to them, but they are the few, not the many. You get to choose. Nurturing is you listening to you and putting the world on hold right now. Mom, dad, brother, sister, significant other, child, friend, colleague on hold so that you listen to you. Nurturing is remembering you have a choice and making one. You may make the same choice that you would from guilt or shame or blame, but you're going to feel very differently about it when you make an intentional decision versus a default one when you feel like you didn't have a choice. There's no fighting. You decide what you want to be and how much you're willing to invest, whether it's time, money, or energy. You decide, I'm not doing that because it's going to take away from what I really want. Today, make a decision. You will not fight with yourself. And bring awareness every time that fight comes up. Be aware of it and set it down. It takes strength. It takes courage. It takes tenacity. It takes repetition to set it down each time, not indulge in the fight. So as you're making decisions, you may go through the pros and cons of something. You're going to know whether it's a fight or not. When it's a fight, there's attacking, there's blaming, there's shaming, and there's generally feeling worse at the end. Looking at the pros and cons of any decision doesn't invite that type of emotion. Let's move on. Ingredient two, pick three. Pick three. Your three top priorities for the holiday season, and I said three as in one, two, three, only three. So let's say your three are spending time with grandma. The next one is wearing matching pajamas with everyone in the house and staying up till midnight. And the final one is building Legos with your favorite person or people. Those are the three. And notice it's only three. It's tough. There's so much competing for your time and attention. And our human brain says you can do it all. You can have it all. You can be it all. And one more thing isn't a big deal except it is. Every additional thing steals time, attention, and money from your three. So when you're focused on those three, you're looking at many opportunities to connect with grandma. You can visit her, you can bring her to your home, you can meet her for a meal, you can make a meal together, take her on errands. She's the focus, she's the priority. How do you incorporate that into your everyday? If your number two priority is wearing matching pajamas, staying up until midnight, then you'll spend time focusing on how you want to spend the time together. Are you creating new traditions or carrying out old ones? How many times are you planning on this activity and coordinating it with the people that you want to match with? You're making sure you've set yourself up for success for the event, to be together, to be awake, to have clean pajamas, to have everyone in the same space. So focusing on those three. Oh, here's the third one, building Legos. Are you going to plan when? Which ones are you going to build or what are you going to build? Are you going to do it at different times, different days? Is there a theme? And is it going to evolve? So let's say you choose the Star Wars AT-AT. When that one's done, what's next? Or will you do other things? Will you do the Star Wars movies or the cartoons? Will you plan a visit to Legoland? Will you draw? We draw Legos or do other things like color. Because chances are the activity building Legos has a greater purpose, which is to build connection, build relationship, allow it to evolve, be more creative, or be creative together. There's more opportunity for fulfillment in dedicating yourself to three priorities than there is to add on one more party, one more gift, one more rushing a baked item to yet another event. Choose three and choose wisely. And wisely means choose from your heart what you really want to experience and what you really want to create with others and for others, and doing none of it at your own expense. Choose joy, choose slowing down, choose quality, choose purpose and meaning, choose presence, choose enoughness your mind is going to want to bargain. I've got a tie for number three, so I'm just going to add a fourth. It's not a big deal. It's not a big one. (laughs) Or it's a three-way tie. I can't decide it would be unjust. So there's going to be a fifth. Smile. My mind does it too. But think of it this way. Each priority is a 10-pound bowling ball and you are holding these in your arms and you're holding them all at the same time. So you've got three, 30 pounds you are holding on to in front of you. Do you really want to add that fourth and be at 40 pounds? Do you really want to add that fifth and be at 50 pounds? Because notice the strain, notice the stretch. Notice how your capacity goes down to carry them all. It gets heavy. How it dilutes your focus and how it sets you up to drop them all. Chances are on your feet. I know it's well-intentioned, my friends, you care, you want to do it all. I'm here to tell you, you cannot, you cannot do it all and you can blame it on me. Smile. So far in the how-to guide for nurturing yourself during the holidays, we have stopped the fight and choose three, only three. The next ingredient is to ask this question, is this nurturing? for everything that you do, is this nurturing? And let it be the filter for how you spend any resource. So everything has to go through the filter. Because you're not fighting with yourself, you have three priorities for the holiday season, and now you're going to filter in every request and every idea that you come up with. Is it nurturing? And by nurturing, it sets you up to grow and prosper. There are few, if any, consequences, meaning it's not followed by guilt, remorse, or regret. You don't feel bloated or lethargic at the end, and you don't need a day or a week to recover. So if the answer is yes, and something is nurturing, the follow-on question, do I want to do it? And double check, is it in alignment with those three priorities? If the answer to, is it nurturing, is no, you're not done. Because, you know, there's plenty of things that may not be nurturing, but there is still some value in saying yes. So that's your follow-on question. What is the value of saying yes? What is the cost of saying no? Look at both of those and then decide what you want to experience. These questions are intended to help you get honest Because as high achievers, we are capable of doing so much and talking ourselves into doing more. And when someone gives us that look, you know that look, the priorities go out the window, the day is ruined. So remember, nurturing is creating that environment to grow and prosper. Nurturing leads to focus, clarity, energy, calm, peace, ease, wonder, enoughness. So let's say you're at a party, the next round of champagne is being poured. Is this nurturing? Do I want to do it? What is the benefit of having that next glass? What is the cost? And what's most or more in alignment with my three priorities? It fascinates me how much of human behavior, what we do is either to fit in or not stand out. Let's get out of that. Let's always fit in with ourselves and stand out because of how we take care of ourselves, treat ourselves, and stay in alignment with our values. Here's the final ingredient number four schedule nurturing activities for you. Put it on the calendar the nap, the writing, the coffee, the fresh air, the time with your dog, the connecting to your faith or your spirituality. Put it on the calendar, the time to clean off your slate. That was episode 124. And notice all of those things, they cost very little money. Put on your calendar the painting, the planning of your next trip, the movement of your body. Because we're talking about nurturing yourself, infusing goodness into you. We're talking about what really fuels your mind, your body, and your spirit. What brings out the true you, the authentic you, the best of you. And we're talking about things that do not leave a hangover, do not lead to regret or feeling bloated or indulging just because we want to feel better. We're talking about giving to ourselves in a way that moves our life ahead. So a bag of cookies, not nurturing, because at the end, it doesn't leave you in a better place physically or mentally. In fact, it's going to lead you to a worse place that's not nurturing. Schedule the open time. I was talking with a friend recently who shared they get nervous and uncomfortable on their time off if there isn't something to do. And that's normal. It is so normal for high achievers. We use busyness so that we don't have to think about all the accumulated stuff in our minds, like the worries, the not enoughness, the fear, the doubt. It's a clear sign that open space is exactly what's needed, and it's time to clear out some of that stuff. Nurture yourself through the holidays. You will create a completely different experience than in the past, and you'll set yourself up for an incredible and more fulfilling 2022. You will do less and experience more fulfillment and have more confidence and clarity. Here are the ingredients again set down the fight, pick three, only three, and stick to those three. Ask yourself, is this nurturing? And then the follow-on questions. If it is, is it in alignment? If it's not, what are the benefits of doing it? What are the costs to doing it? And what is most in alignment with who you are and your three priorities? Then finally, schedule nurturing activities. If you don't know what they are, schedule something that sounds fun, something that has no other goal than letting go of the heaviness of the world for a while. Create the experience that you want this holiday season on purpose so that you experience more purpose. I am sending you so much love through the holidays and beyond. Tag me on Instagram at DinaGeorgeMD. I'd love to see how you're using these ingredients and how you're creating your holiday nurturing experience. I'll see you next time. Ciao. Create clarity and simplicity with all of your marketing so that the people you serve know how you can help them. As a StoryBrand certified guide, I help physicians create this to launch or grow any type of business. Sign up for a consult call with me at georgemdcoaching.com.